Welcome back to the Career Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Roger. And I'm Lizzie. As student career ambassadors with the Milan Center, we're here to break down your biggest questions about how to hack into your career as a Furman student. We'll guide you through the process of exploring and launching your career by interviewing career advisors, professors, Furman alumni, and even some students. This week, we have Alice Tiska, a Pathways peer mentor, Shucker leader, and fellow career ambassador. And today, she will be talking about how to build your personal brand. Thank you so much for being here, Alice. It's nice to have you on the podcast. Yay! Thank you so much. This is so fun. I'm so excited to be here. So do you want to just kind of introduce yourself, major involvement, role at the Career Center? Definitely. So I am an English major and visual strategy minor here at Furman. I'm a junior this year, which is absolutely crazy to say. Oh uh, so exciting. And I'm involved in many things, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> Alice runs Furman's <laughs> I am a career ambassador, social media and marketing career ambassador. Um, I am on the editorial board for the Echo Literary Magazine. I'm a guest writer for the Paladin. I you are? Am, I, I am. Not wow. <laughs> I am a Pathways peer mentor in RA. Woohoo! And <laughs> a few other things. I'm a member of Tri-Delta. There's a whole list. Um, but those are just a few of the involvements that I do. And I'm also on the student advisory team for the Cawthorn Center. So those are just a few things um, that I do and that help me feel connected to Furman's campus. Wow. wow. Busy girl. Yeah, Busy she al- girl. I know. She also forgot to mention that she's the president of the ARC Club as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. The Acts of Random Kindness Club. That's one of my favorite things that Aww. I do here at Furman. That's so cute. Yes. I'm also an orientation leader. The list goes on and on. Did but- you say shucker? I I am a Shucker Fellow graduate, yes, and a Strengths Ambassador and oh. a Marketing Coordinator for the Strengths Department. Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Do you also like teach a class here? Or, like, are you also the president of Furman University? A TA. Lizzie like. D is. You're coming for her. Oh, her neck. I I love her. Lizzie D. So, in addition to everything else you're doing, you also. Um, write. You're a writer. Yes. You have I a am. book. Yes. So you're an author. Yes. She has wow. Like three books. Oh, y'all. Three like books. I three. do. I have three um collections of poetry that I've published in the past. Your poetry? Three years. Yes. You wrote it all? Yes. How long are the books? Um, about one hundred and twenty five to eight pages, all of them. I think the first one was one hundred and twenty eight, the second one was one twenty six. And the third one was somewhere around there as well. So, wow. so there's that's over like a lot of poems. 100 poems in each about, yeah. And you wrote all of them. <laughs> I did. I that's did. That's wild. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and that's one of my favorite things that I do. Um, I'm a number one best-selling author on Amazon. My books were ranked number one in several categories. Um, poetry by women, bestsellers, new releases. And so that's... One of my favorite things to talk about, what I write, how I connect with people, um, and what that looks like for me. That's so impressive. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is so impressive. So with all these books coming out, we also know you have your own company, Alice's Author and Company. Can you like tell us a bit about that and yes. what it is? Yes, I'd love to talk about AAC. So what I do um, as the head of that company is I'm a writing 
coach and publishing consultant, so I'm helping authors work through their drafts or brainstorm whatever they want to write and focus on, and then I also help them get through those last stages of editing, proofreading, getting things finalized, and that's when I have writing appointments with them. And then the second appointment type that I offer is publishing appointments, so that's when we focus on what they want to do, where they want to publish, if they want to go the self-publishing route, as I did, or if they want to do traditional publishing. And then I also will help them through marketing appointments as well, where they really can develop their own personal brand and figure out how they want to market themselves and their work before or after they're published. Wow. What a what a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a lot goes into it in developing my brand and helping other people develop their own brands as writers and as creatives. Um, it's one of my favorite things to do is connect with other artists. And I think the most important part of developing your brand is focusing on what your values are and what you have to bring to the table and who you are, figuring out what that looks like, what that feels like, and then crafting something based off of that. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you kind of touched on it a little bit about, mm-hmm. like, your brand as, you know, whoever, whatever you you want your brand to be. Yeah. And you seem to have a very strong personal brand, which is why you're on this episode today. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so how do you kind of, like, start to build your personal brand? Because I feel like starting is always the hardest part for mm-hmm. literally anything. Of course. So, like, how do you, like, get get right into it, like start doing it. Yeah, I agree. The beginning can be the hardest it's the part, hardest part. <laughs> but it's the best part. I mean, Is who it? doesn't love a new story and a new journey? Um, but I think the best part of a new beginning is getting started, like you said, and getting ready. And Mm -hmm. I think the first way to get ready and prep that professional personal brand is to have an online presence and Mm. to start marketing yourself and figuring out what are the best parts of yourself that you want to market? Is it your writing capabilities? Is it the way you're able to communicate with others and form relationships? And thinking about those key parts of your identity and putting those into your brand. You've spoken a little bit about your personal brand and like how you have to use your values and things like that to get there. But how would you describe yours and like how did you get there? Yeah, that's a great question. I think when I'm considering my personal brand, I think about my brand as an author and how I market my books as well as how I market my company and what that looks like as a brand as well. And they are kind of different, but they overall share the same values of wanting to help other people, wanting to connect other people. And so at the core of my personal brand is connection and it is storytelling, which I think is very fun. And that looks like Instagram reels, LinkedIn posts, connecting with people, asking questions and captions, getting to know my audience and thinking about who I want my audience to be and who I want to market for. Um, And I think having a personal brand, it really comes down to having personality and letting that shine through. And so I use a lot of things that my friends have told me about myself and my personality. Like a lot of my friends have said, Alice, if you were a color, like you would be yellow. And so (laughs) I totally believe that. (laughs) 
so a lot of my marketing and my advertisements and my Instagram posts and things have some kind of bright color in them, whether it's yellow or the bright colors from my third book, uh, Loving This Life, which I think reflects my personal brand perfectly because that is really who I am at my core. Someone who loves this life, loves other people, wants to connect with people. And so I think it's showing what's most important to you. And I think getting there is just through a process of reflection, honestly, is how you get there. It's thinking about what's most important to you, what people have said about you, who you think you are, how other people see you, and narrowing it down to what colors you are or what you feel what color you are which is so cool we could get into color psychology (laughs) and all of those things but it's just fascinating and I think using keywords too in captions and your Instagram bio and LinkedIn making sure that people are seeing those core parts of who you are and your identity is the perfect way to market your personal brand love that it's funny how you mentioned like connectedness as one of the things that people need as like core of like building their personal brand Mm. because like in your top five one of your top five (laughs) is connected it is the first one (laughs) so I think that just stirs up the question of like how would you use your strengths to like build your personal yes I'm so glad that you asked that question because I am a strengths ambassador (laughs) so I talk about it with everyone um I think that is a huge part of your personal brand right is knowing what you're good at what comes most naturally to you and I think in your strengths is what is most important to you because connection is most important to me. And I think a big part of that is because connectedness is my number one strength. And so I think it's it really comes down to looking at your top five, you know, especially Furman students. We have pathways, we have strengths one-on-ones, we have opportunities to get to know ourselves and our strengths. And I think that's how you find out what your personal brand is because your personal brand is your personality. And I think that's figuring out who you are most authentically and what you want from your strengths to shine through. And I can say I use my connectedness strength all the time when I'm connecting with different audiences. I use my positivity strength to really bring that light and make sure that shines through in everything that I'm working on and everything that I'm publishing and posting. Um, And I use my achiever strength, of course, to really get things done. But it looks different for everyone. Um, How you get things done, you know, might depend on your strengths and what that looks like for you. So I just encourage deep reflection in that area. Well said. That was great. That made a lot of sense, too. It was very relatable. So you work for the Malone Center. Yes. You're a career ambassador, just yes. like us. Yes. Yay! <laughs> career ambassadors. Yay! Look at us. Like a little cult. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's <edit> that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, should I start that over? You said cult. They can't know. (laughs) They can't know. When Lizzie said yo, I was like... Well, no, because I was going to say you, but it came out I knew what you meant. (laughs) We got it. Okay. So, among the many things that you do, the Malone Center is one that you're very involved in. You're a career ambassador with us, which is super exciting. Um. So what are some ways that the Malone Center can kind of help you build your brand? Mm. I think the Malone Center personally helped me a lot when developing my personal and professional brands for myself and my authoring page as well as my company Um, and my company pages. I think it was very helpful. Um, I think narrowing it down, I think 
the focus two assessment was very helpful. The strong interest inventory assessment was very helpful. And also just meeting one-on-one with career advisors, I think is a great step to figure out what's most important to you and what you want out of a career because a personal brand should be purposeful. It should be personal and it also should be profitable if you want it Mm -hmm. to be so. So making sure that you can market yourself and get what you want out of it and make sure that the career that you're lined up for, whatever it is that you want, is matching your personal brand and who you are. So I think the two go hand in hand, honestly. And I think they're also very helpful for LinkedIn review, resume review, Mm -hmm. appointments, both of those, so that you can reflect your personal brand and who you are in your resumes, as well as reflecting who you are on your LinkedIn page and getting that started. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because as I said before, having an online presence is also extremely impactful. It lets people know here you are, this is what you have to say, and people just can see you, which I think is really cool. And great that you mentioned LinkedIn, because if people haven't seen, you're one of the LinkedIn wizards here. <laughs> yes. And uh, it just brings me to the question of, like, how can sites like LinkedIn and Handshake help you when you're, like, building your personal brand? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think LinkedIn is one of my favorite tools to use in general, but especially for crafting my personal brand uh, because I think it allows you to say what you want to say and express what you think people should hear and also express what's on your heart and I think it's a great platform to do so and to Mm -hmm. do so in a professional setting Um, and it also builds your credibility it shows that you have these experiences that relate to your personal brand and it shows here you are and people can see your achievements and what you think and in that about section I always go to that about section in LinkedIn when people have the opportunity to describe who they are and what they've accomplished I think that's a great opportunity to reflect your personality and your professional brand and your career aspirations and your passions and vocation which is super exciting so I love LinkedIn (laughs) (laughs) yes we all love LinkedIn So Handshake is like a platform where you can kind of find jobs targeted for college students. Yes. It's not like Indeed or like any Mm. of those where it's like for everybody. It's like specifically for college students. And you can kind of fill out some information that you might see on your resume on there. But do you know much about how to like use Handshake to kind of start Mm. to build your brand? Because I think that LinkedIn is definitely like tool one like it's great Mm. because it's like a social media platform and then handshakes just kind of like supplemental Mm. Mm -hmm. but how do you what are your thoughts and opinions I think you can craft handshake in the same way that you craft LinkedIn making Mm -hmm. sure that your profile picture even you know it comes down to the small the smallest details your profile picture your bio what you choose to include and share about yourself so I think really any platform whether it's handshake Instagram LinkedIn any of the above, like you can really craft your personal brand and think about what's most important to you and figure out what you want to include in your bio and thinking maybe the most important thing for me right now is saying I'm a Furman student and I'm this major and I have these qualifications and then considering your internships and other things and what you want to include that you think reflects the best experiences that you've had and the experiences that most closely relate to who you are as a person, I think is another great way to establish your personal brand. For people who have moved from high school to college and 
like yourself, you're now a junior in college now. Mm. As you've changed along the way, how have you like adjusted your personal brand? And how can other people also adjust their brand? Yeah, those are great questions because we are constantly changing and evolving and our identities are constantly changing and they're very fluid. And I think there there's no such thing as like having a permanent personal brand or personal just self. You have to change. You have to evolve. That's part of life. That's part of the beauty of life, I think. And I have experienced change with my brand. I think it sounds kind of scary to people. They're like, oh, like, I don't want to change the aesthetic that I have or what I'm working with right now. And that's perfectly okay. Like, yeah. I'm here to tell you, you can <laughs> you can change the colors of your Instagram feed and you can change the things that you post and write about. And you'll find the people who gravitate towards that most. You're not, you know, going to lose people if you're changing your personal brand. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're not going to lose the audience that you want to have, I should say, which is really cool. With my first book, I think of how I marketed that in a very different way than the other two. I used um, shades of yellow and black and white because the cover was yellow and the book is called Finding My Light. So I wanted to play on the aesthetic and what that brand looked like for me and what my personality and voice was at that time. Um, And I think it's also important to note that our voices are constantly changing and the things that we write or post or say years ago they don't always reflect who we are now as people. And I think that's okay. It shows our writerly growth and it shows our development. And I look at my three books and I do think that the third book that I wrote captures who I am most closely now because it is so close to who I am. And I just recently published it um, earlier this year. So I think it's okay to change things because different things more closely relate to who you are now. Um, I think about my second book, too, Embracing the Storm. The cover for that was blue, so I would use different shades of blue and white and gray for all of my Instagram posts, LinkedIn posts, things that I was creating and writing. And I think that's a great way to capture your product, who you are, what you want to share, and don't be intimidated by that. Explore that. See what that looks like for you. Um, I think other people can do that by just deciding who am I now? Is my page or whatever I'm focusing on that's reflecting my personal brand, is that reflecting who I currently am right now? Or do I need to reflect on some changes that I need to make? And what changes do I want to make? Do I want to focus on different colors? Going back to color psychology, do I want to focus on different graphics or different things that I'm writing about? Um, I know my first book was Um, exploring a lot of themes about self-discovery and overcoming loss and things like that. And my third book is all about overcoming different battles and also just loving this life. And there's a lot of passion and excitement. So they're different vibes, I would say. They would have like different Enneagram types, different strengths. They're just (laughs) different. Like if they were people. people. (laughs) Exactly. These books, my book babies are different people. And I think that's perfectly fine to reflect those differences in who you are, who you're becoming, along with what you're creating and how that looks different than something that you created in the past. Okay. If you would... um describe your personal brand in like a sentence what would it be oh that's a a good question that's a good question it's not even on the sheet in one sentence oh that's so hard because i'm a wordy gal i mean i'm an author i can (laughs) i can think of something if i were to just on the spot describe my personal brand right now i would say 
I'm filled with the love and light and want to connect and show other people's love and light. That would be my sentence. Wow. And it, wow. there would also so picture there being yellow and green and blue hues all around it. It would be that that is my vision. And sometimes that's what a personal brand is, too. It's just an idea that you have in your head yeah. or a work of art or something that you sense or feel. And it's figuring out how to capture what you sense and feel and who you are and thinking about back to the colors, back to even something as simple as typeface and fonts and font sizes, how that has an impact on what people are seeing and what people are getting from you and how that reflects your personality as well. Yeah. guess I'm going to need to work on my brand <laughs> I know. after this. <laughs> oh, But it's constantly changing and yeah. evolving. I know. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not an aid problem, but it's my problem mm. right now, you know? Yeah. But it's okay. We'll get it all figured out. Exactly. Maybe I'll re-listen to this podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the scariest part of, like, you know, putting out your personal brand. Because mm-hmm. then, like, there's that idea of vulnerability that you have to, like, show with your personal brand. Yeah. And not a lot of people have that to, like, you know, yeah. have that confidence to, like, you know, say, oh, I am this you. or I am that. Mm. I'm glad that you brought up the words vulnerability and confidence because I think at the core, those two things are really what will allow you to accomplish great things and allow you to shine through with your personal brand. I think it does take vulnerability to actually see who you are and then see that other people see who you are and also show that to Mm -hmm. the world through LinkedIn and everything that you accomplish and everything that you do and the experiences that you have and get involved in. Um, And I think confidence is also a key part of that personal brand, too, because you've got to have that self-confidence to know what's great about yourself and what you want other people to see and what you want to highlight. And I always think, you know, you have to have that belief in yourself because if you don't, how will you ever discover what your personal brand is? That's true. You've got to, you've got to have that confidence and vulnerability. Exactly. Reflect. (laughs) Yes. Gotta find it. Find your light. Yes. Yeah. So true. (laughs) So we've talked a lot about your journey and like kind of how you started um, building your brand and like how to start building your brand and just all of that. Um, but what advice do you have for, like, freshmen or mm. and or, um, like, incoming students? So people who would be seniors now mm. that are, think, like, coming into Furman, right. making the transition from high school to college, which is huge. Yeah. But it's great. Love, yes. love college. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I feel like that's, like, a scary change and it can, like, mm. really affect you, pers- like, your person can affect your brand. <laughs> So, like, what advice would you give to freshmen and incoming freshmen? I would say, going back to our earlier conversation about change, just being okay with the evolution of self and recognizing that you might not be the same person that you were in high school or your senior year of high school or wherever it is you're transitioning from, um, that it's okay that things aren't the same. You can change your brand logo. You can change your style and the outfits you wear and the energy that you exude. I think that's all acceptable and normal and a part of life. Um, and like I said before, I think that's a beautiful part of life as well is that change and reflection and the change that comes with that reflection after. Mm-hmm. It's it's a whole cycle and it's awesome. Yeah. And I would say just being fearless in whatever changes that you make. 
is mm. the way is the way to go, which is definitely easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> I can sit here and be like, yes, be fearless after, <laughs> I've, after I've done all these things and I've sat down with my color palettes and my logo ideas and all the things, but it just takes time. So being open and accepting to that time and those changes and what that might look like for you and understanding that it looks different for everyone, um, I think is also important. And going off of that, just knowing that you are unique, so not to compare your personal brand to other people mm-hmm. and to other people's changes because your stage of your personal brand may look different than someone else's, and that's okay because we're all evolving and changing in our own time at our own time, and I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think that can be hard for some people to yeah. grasp, mm. especially, like, I feel like there's a major culture here to, like... definitely be always doing the best and that can come with a lot of comparison and like oh my gosh I'm not doing that much like I need to do more mm, that's definitely so yeah yeah but I don't know I, I feel because talking about that and talking about change how far can you go with like you know your personal brand and like mm. evolving into that without losing yourself that mm. that's something I've been thinking about while you were talking about it yeah I think If you're changing and your personal brand is changing and you're finding who you are, you can't, you can't lose yourself, I think. Oh, yeah. Because you're, because you're finding yourself. That was so sweet. (laughs) I think, you know, we're on a journey of creating ourselves. So, you know, I think, I think certain parts, like, yes, we may be letting go of certain pieces of who we are over time, but I think that's normal. And if there's something that you really want to hold on to from your childhood or a past personal brand or whatever it might be, you'll find a way to hold on to it and make sure that that's an essential part of yourself and your brand. I always think of my childlike joy and how when I was a kid, I would run around and I would just like, I I would just have this insane happiness. And people would be like, Alice, remember to use your indoor voice and like, (laughs) and like settle down. But I was like, I just think this life is so beautiful. And I want other people to see that and other people to know that and I'm just so excited about all these things and I think that's a core part of who I am so I'm not going to lose that and I don't want to lose that and I'm going to make sure that in everything that I publish and write and post I'm making sure that the colors of that brightness and that excitement and that joy are really shining through and I'm going to make sure that that is what my personality holds is that love and light which I think is so fun that was so beautiful Thank you. You're very good with words. Are you like an author? <laughs> you should be an author. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you so much, Alice, for enlightening all of us. Also, you should go check out all of Alice's books. Tell oh, us where you can you. find them. Yes, you can find them on Amazon.com. You can either search my name or any of the titles in my books and they'll pop up for you. So yeah. if you're interested, feel free to take a look. Follow my author profile on Amazon. Follow me on Instagram if you're curious to see what my brand looks like and all those colors and typefaces <laughs> and fonts that we talked about, all the things. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. This has been the Career Chronicles podcast. I'm Raja Bimkarman. And I'm Lizzie Miller. Our show is produced by Audrey Anghauser and is part of the Malone Center for Career Engagement at Furman University. Join us every Monday for a new career topic. And don't forget to follow us so you never miss an episode. Also, read our podcast on Apple and Spotify. Talk, Talk to you soon! soon. <laughs> <laughs>